0: Welcome to Pathway to Faith Podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. Good morning, I want to talk to you. My title is going to be, My Identity is in Christ. So, 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 so look at your neighbor and say, Your identity is in Christ. Come on, tell them again. Your identity is in Christ. Not in your job, not in your spouse, not in your career, not in the car you drive or the house you live in. Your identity is in Christ alone. And when you realize that, you can live a successful, free life. Not depending on somebody to to validate you or somebody to make you... No, it's in Christ. I know I wouldn't be able to do this, what I'm doing, if I didn't know who I was in Christ. So you have to know who you are in Christ to do what God called you to do. And don't try to be like somebody else. I'm not, I'm not pastor. I'm not trying to be like him. I'm not Jay. I'm not trying to be like Jay. He wants did a wonderful, powerful word. Come on, give and minister to the house down this week. Come on, give it up for our ministry. Wow, praise the Lord. Minister beyond. Jay, Uh -uh. man, they tore the house down. We thank God for this man and woman of God. And I tell you, you got to take hold to what people are doing in in, in the other ministers. Write notes, take take notes, and, and just listen. It may not be passive, but listen. God called him for that season to give you a word. You know, Jay spoke the word, I had to tell him the other now, he spoke the word on fighting your John. We had a John in our life. We had a John. I just kept pushing it aside, pushing it aside. Well, we ain't gonna be able to do, you know, like right now, just pushing it aside. And after that word, me and my wife got together, and we said, We're gonna face this John. We're gonna face it today. The next day we got up, we got got together, my wife said, We gotta give a specific amount how much we wanna pay. Because it was a big John. I'm like, okay, okay. So she said, no, we got to write it down specific. We wrote it down specific. Man, we got up, went, went there, here, there, 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 there. And then when we got it, it wasn't even what we wrote down. It was lower than that. Because we faced that giant. And it's over with now. So I thank God for that man of God, that word. So when you hear those words, when the giant's facing you, go face it. And I guarantee you are conquer Don't let fear stop you. Amen. Glory to God. So my, my, my word is, my identity is in Christ. There was a story about a man that got in an accident, lost his uh, driver's license, and had no identity. So he went to the hospital. Nobody knew who he was. So he's in the hospital, no ID, no family member knew who he was. So all the time, he's in the hospital, and no one knew who he was. He had no identity. None. And that's what the devil is trying to do to us. Take your identity so no one will know who you is. No one. He don't want you to know who you is. He don't want to know you you, what God called you to do. He want to steal your identity. So now you're looking for your identity in all these places, in the clubs, where you shouldn't be in the clubs. So you're trying to find identity and mates, and and people, and loved ones, and and, and this and this. So so your identity is in Christ. So your identity is in Christ alone. See, the devil knows, I love this, he knows he can't create. He can only pervert. He can't create, so he perverts. So he has gays, lesbians, in libraries, in schools, so he's creating them and trying to, trying to get them at a young age so he can follow them at an old age. Because he can't create. Two men can't create. So, so he knows that. So that's why it's critical that you, that you, uh, I need to take the mic. You're saying this. I, I'm good. I can hear myself. Okay. Praise God. Praise God. That's why he tries to get them at a young age. So that's his whole plan. So when you see all these libraries and they got careers and everybody teaching your kids, reading to them in books, he's trying to get them at a young age because he can't do what God did. So he got a plan. So keep your kids out of these libraries that's doing this craziness. Get a book, read, get out of there. Whatever you got to do, don't listen to no story times and all that if they ain't right. Amen? So we know that God's create. God create, in Genesis 1:26. God created man in his image. But my message is identity. Until you know your identity in Christ, you will always try to find it in someone or something. Always. If you don't know who you are, you're going to try to find it in something because it's a void. So until you know who you are in Christ, you're good. You don't have to please nobody. I'm not doing this to be pastor. I'm not doing this to be somebody else. I'm doing this because I know who I am, and God called me to do this. God called me to do this. You know, I remember one time I had a preaching message, and it was horrible. I was like, man, I'm just like, this is not right, God. You called me. I called one of my minister friends. He just laughed. He said, listen, I go through that all the time, but you know what God called you to do. You know what God called you to do. So you may be in real estate you may be in this you may have failure here failure there but don't give up you don't give up god called you to do it just shake it off and get back in and he told me he said listen look at yourself and say i'm anointed to preach the gospel of jesus christ and i had to look in the mirror and face that and say i'm anointed." god called me to do this i didn't call it myself so wherever you at you may be a teacher you may be in a plumber. You may be wherever you, listen, you are anointed. God called you to do that. Yeah. And don't let nobody tell you that you, don't let nobody do that. Come on now. Just be who you are in Christ. Amen. And, and when you know who you are in Christ, you're not worrying about that. See, everyone wants to be accepted or identified. That's everywhere. Everyone wants to be accepted or identified. That's why people get in cliques. People get in clubs, people go to school, get in sorority, get, just because they want to be accepted. That's a part of life. You want to be accepted. So if you don't know who you are, you're going to just fall for anything. Scripture of uh, Matthew uh, uh, 3.17. The first nugget is going to be, your identity only comes from the Father. Matthew 3.17 should be coming up. God said, this is my beloved son who I'm well pleased. He said this is, he identified him. He told him who he is. He, he, he spoke over him. And that's why it's so important, parents, that we speak over our kids and let them know who they are. You know, I, I wasn't good at this growing up with my older kids. I, I, I missed the mark on some of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm paying for it now. But you have to speak over your kids and let them know who they are and who they are not. Don't let the devil try to tell them this because they're going to get it on the Internet. They're going to get it on Facebook. Everybody's going to be telling them who they are except you. So now with Caleb, when I'm bringing him to work, I'm telling him who he is. Driving in the car, repeat this after me. I am the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I am the head and not the tail. You are smart. You are intelligent. You are this. And, and just keep saying it, keep saying it in their minds so they you develop in them. Don't let the world tell your kids who they are. So your identity only come from Christ. You said that's the, that's the um, spiritual side. Don't let the world tell you who you are, what you are, and what you can't do. You said, um, and to call you out of your identity. The only people that identify that, a lot of people struggle with that, because they don't know who it is. So when you get older, you're struggling in your life. You don't know who you are. And me, myself, struggle as a young man coming from the projects, coming from New Orleans, struggling because the father wasn't here. My father wasn't in my life, so you're struggling. So everywhere you go, you're trying to find out, who are you? Who are you? Where did I fit in there? So wherever you fit in there, that's why you see gangs, crips and bloods, because they're fitting in somewhere. So you have to tell your kids who they are. That's why it's so important. Stop trying to identify yourself with the world. Stop trying to identify yourself with the world. Because the world, they don't love you. They don't care about you. They don't, listen, the world don't care about you. You go to clubs and you go to this. They don't care about you. So stop trying to get your identity from the world. You get your identity from Christ. You get your identity only from Christ, and you have to receive the love of a father. You just receive it. When you receive it, you're not struggling trying to be something. Coming to church, trying to be this, trying to be this. You see somebody in a new car, you're trying to be there. Are you trying to look like you're this? You do- just be yourself. I want you just right now, just take a deep breath. Say, I, I, I am who I am by the grace of Jesus. Grace of Jesus. That's it. Yeah. And as you do that, you walk in it. You may not be where you want to be now, but just walk in his favor and his grace and who you are. Don't let the devil tell you that. Amen? The next scripture is Romans 3.24. Romans 3.24, and that's in the King James. It said, being justified freely by the grace of through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. A lot of the scripture I'm going to say, show you it's gonna be in Christ Jesus because you are in Christ Jesus. He said, being justified, and that word justify is just if I never did it. So when Jesus said you are justified, it's justified, never did it. So, so when you think of that, it's it, it said, I'm justified. By the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. So it's come from Jesus. Romans 8.1. Put that up there please. Romans 8.1. It said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. And see flesh is small letters. Spirit is capitalized. And it's capitalized it means the Holy Spirit. So not, you're not walking after the flesh, but after the spirit. So you may fall, you may stumble, you may do something, but you're still walking after the spirit. So you're not going to be perfect in this walk, but you're still walking after the spirit. Now, if you're um, constantly doing things in the flesh, you have to check yourself. You, you know, we're not perfect, but we don't, we don't walk after the flesh. Not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So your job as a Christian, when you become a born again Christian, is to try to live to your best ability, dying to the flesh, living for the spirit. You live for the spirit. Yeah, I'm walking in the spirit. I'm doing the things When you mess up, forgive, and keep going. You don't do it right, forgive, and keep going. Because that's the hardest thing. God can forgive us, but it's hard for us to forgive ourselves. Man, I messed up. Man, I shouldn't have did that. I did. Repent. Let it go. Let it go. Don't walk in there. Amen? Only the father can tell you who you are. Learn how to walk in the father's love. If you've never been loved by your father, and you never had a relationship with your father, it's hard for you to learn how to love. Sometimes women, it's hard for you to learn how to love that husband like you should. Because you never got that nurturing or that love from a father. So most of the time, you're looking for it in the husband. And husband, we have to love our wives as Christ also loved the church. You know, some, some, most people who don't have any identity problems, their father loved them, he supported them, he did this, and they're confident. Most people who didn't, it's, you know, you're wondering why she needed this or she need that, she needed that because she, ha- she didn't get that love. So it's our job's men to show the love of a father to our wife. We're not there, Dad. We're not saying that, but just to show the love that I accept you, daughter. I love you. I appreciate you. And that, when you do that, a woman will do anything for you because she feels love. So let's show our love. Amen? When you receive the love of a father, you need to know how to walk in it. You see, out of that love, we learn how to walk in Christ. Out of the love of a father, that's how you learn how to walk in Christ. Because if you in the world, there's no love in the world. So when you receive it, receive it, read the word and pray, now I'm learning how to walk out of that love. And there's no stress in that. It, it, it's none. It's just walking in it. Mess up, he forgive me, keep walking. You do something wrong, he forgive me, keep walking. Don't give up. Don't let the devil tell you and put thoughts in your mind that you just done when you mess up. See, I don't have the pressure of being a preacher because I know who I am. It's no pressure on me to try to be like somebody else. I'm on the edge of my seat just like you when they preach because I'm excited. I want to hear the word. I'm not in competition with... None of the ministers here. I'm not. Because I know who God called me to do. I know what he called me to do. So I honor them. I respect them just as any other way. So everybody have different gifts. Everybody have different gifts. So we are the body. So God called us all together to come here. Bishop the head, all the ministers got different gifts. So when you come to church, don't be, oh, pastor's not here. I'm gone. You may miss out on the blessing. You may miss out on a blessing because pastor's not here and I don't want to hear it. Just sit and listen. God got something for you. God got something for you. Don't, don't let the devil trick you. Amen? See, the problem is we have been living our lives under false identity. That's number two. I'm sorry. Number two is don't be identified by false identity. And that's the problem. We have been living our lives by false identity. We really don't know who we are. Really don't know who you are. Say, I'm this. My teacher say I'm this. My my clique say I'm this. I'm this. You really don't know who you are until you find out who you are in Christ. Because all of your life you have been labeled this, 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 this. And now you don't really know who you are. You really don't. Don't become a performance Christian. Don't become a performing Christian. Because a performing Christian, they do things so I can be loved. A performing Christian said, I do things so I can be loved. But God said, do things out of love instead of doing things for love. So, so listen to that. You do things out of love. Because I love the church and I want to do it. Don't do it for love. Amen? Because you'll get disappointed like that. So you do it because you love what you're doing. I love ministering to God's people. I, I just love doing it. I can do it all day. My wife, would tell, I could be in my office just studying and reading the word all day. She got it like, brother, are you, you coming out? You know, she, she got, you know, because I love doing that. God called me to do that. So whatever God calls you to do. And she's the same way. She loves teaching. She could be in her house teaching or putting things together on teaching for her business or whatever. And I had to go in there and, baby, are you coming out, you know? Because she could get, love it and be in there all day. So don't do it that way. There is nothing you can do to stop God from loving you. And you have to let that sink in because there's nothing, absolutely nothing that you can do to stop God from loving you. See, God don't love like we love. It's not phileo love. It's agape love. He loved unconditionally. Even when you mess up and you feel bad, he still loves you. Even when you're just like, man, I can't believe I did that again, 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 he still loves you. His love is unconditional. So never let the enemy tell you that God loves you and you just got to perform. And you, God don't love you. No, the devil is a lie. Go to Galatians 2.4. Galatians 2 4. Now when I read this, it was so powerful. Got it up? Thank you. You say, and that because of false brethren, unaware brought in, who came in privately to spy out our liberty, our freedom, which we have in Christ Jesus. That they may bring us into bondage. So you got in Christ Jesus, you are free in Christ Jesus, so you have people that will bring you in bondage if they can't control you, if they can't tell you what to do because they want you to be like them. So that scripture right there is telling you, don't let it happen. You are free. When you got saved, Jesus freed you from everything. Now you have a willing desire or choice to follow him. There's no bondage no more. We're not under the law. You don't have to do this and do that. It's your choice to follow him. And you want to follow him because you love him. And you can deny him, you can, you can, but, but, but it's your choice. But that's the freedom he gives us. You don't put bondage on us and make us do something. He don't want to make you love him. He wants you to love him because you love him. And when you love him, you spend time with him. Yeah, if you love him, you're going to spend time with him. You're not just going to take a quick shower and try to just pray in the shower. No, you want to spend quality time with him. Amen? You want to spend time with him. And and therefore, when you spend time with him, it's going to come out of you. Amen? It's going to come out of you. So if you don't know your identity, now you're going to be hurt. You're gonna, you you, you want to leave everything. You want to leave your wife. You want to leave everything. You're just mad because you don't know who you are because your wife or your husband didn't tell you who you are. You're mad at them. Don't let nobody identify you. Amen? See, so when you know who you are and someone says something about you, don't let it change who you are. Don't let it change stuff because somebody says something about you in the church or didn't speak to you. Don't let it change who you are. Be who you are. Be who you are. I can say that about my wife, and not just put on the spot. But she's she's like that all the time. Beatrice, she's gonna love everybody, treat everybody the same. She treat all the kids the same. Treat all. Of, she, 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 this is who she is, and she's here, same way at church. You come to our house, and she'll she'll be the same, with fun, loving, just love people. So when people call you names or say this for that, you don't lose your job. Because somebody calls you the N-word, and you just, man, you just got to go off. You know who you are in Christ. Don't lose your job, I just had to give him a piece of my mind. Okay, while you signing that paper, leaving your job, think of give him another piece, because that's all you're gonna have. Yeah, I used to work at a job, and I was the only one that was there but I had to show them who I I had to identify myself. I don't play that. Don't talk to me crazy. We don't, we, we, as long as we got to understand it, we're good. And everybody in the place respected Troy because I respected him. So I never let them get, got under me. You know what I'm saying? To where I'm, you know, you just, no, no, no. How you doing? We, we respect each other. If we have a problem. Let's go talk about it. And that's how you do it. Now, they may say something about you behind your back. I don't know what they're saying, but it as long as you don't say it to me and if you say it to me, I know who I am brother, you don't know who you are you don't know who you're talking to I'm not going to give up or get into strife and this people are losing their job uh, hurting people fighting people because of that word come on, now you got to know who you are in Christ and don't let a word identify you yeah, don't let that word identify you that's like the forbidden word I am who I am So remember that. Don't let that change you or don't let it stop you from who God called you to be. Don't let Facebook change you or the social media change you. And that's for a lot of y'all. It will change who you are because you're trying to identify. Put the right picture here. Make sure this look good. Make sure that look good so everybody can like you. And they really don't. (laughs) They really don't. You're putting your life out there and they they don't like you anyway. They ain't giving you the know, likes and all that. You want to see how many people? They, they ain't caring nothing about you. But you're trying to stress yourself out to get likes. Yeah, I, I'm looking good at the right angle. That wasn't the right picture. Let's make sure this one is right. Let, come on now. It's stressful. Don't be stressful over people holding you back. He said, and I love this, and I'm saying this about uh, uh, identity and knowing who you are when Peter denied Jesus three times and that was in John 18 7 that's one with the girl at the door uh, uh the second time was a servant girl by the fire Matthew 26 and then the third time was uh, a man by the fire Luke 22 it's like he'd been by the fire a lot <laughs> and uh and he denied Jesus but I was praying and I said God Why did he do that? You know what I'm saying? Because he lost his identity. And God is so loving. If you look at it, back in, uh, where is it, Uh, John 21, 15, 16, and 17, Jesus said to him, I got to read that to you because it's so powerful. John 21. Go to John. I don't know if I gave you all this scripture because this came in uh, just at the late hours. Let's go. And when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, feed my lamb. Verse 16. He said to him again the second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time the exact same thing. The reason why Jesus said that to him three times, because he had to get him to undo what he said three times. He said it three times, and the enemy was born in his mind with guilt, condemnation, failure, This and that, because he, he, come on, you denied Jesus three times. So Jesus said, I want to get you to say it three times to reassure you that I love you no matter what. So Jesus asked him the same question three times, and he denied Jesus three times. So don't let mistakes or things you do make you feel like you're not accepted or loved by Jesus. He loved you unconditionally. That's what you have to realize, and that's what I'm starting to realize. Don't let, don't let, because you messed up make you feel like a failure, make you feel like you're stupid. Uh, don't let that, come on now. You may not be perfect, but God still loves you. He still loves you. And don't let nobody tell you who you're not. You know, I'm learning right now how to just stay in, the, in, in another dimension in God and learning his love and trusting him in a whole nother dimension. The fourth dimension of God' love and unconditional provision and God's just standing in the spirit. And you get there by praying in the Holy Ghost. You have to pray in the Holy Ghost. And it's like it takes you from one level, the third dimension, to the fourth dimension. And in the fourth dimension, all things are possible. I mean, literally, you can pray for something. And when you're in the spirit and you're in the, f- things would just happen. When me and my wife did, we had to do it. Everybody was nice to her, us. Because we prayed and we got together and we prayed and we decreed and declared. Everywhere we went, the people just was like, God, Just like my wife said, it was like God put a shield over them. It was like so easy. But before that, it wasn't when I was trying not to do it. But when we prayed and got together and came in agreement, decreed and declared, boom, 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 boom. It wasn't no time. And they said, okay, just pay this. We had money left over. So I'm telling you now, don't let the devil stop you, you and your husband. I don't know why I'm going there. But you and your wife, husband, stay in agreement. Stay in agreement. Don't hold bitterness and envy in your heart. Stay in agreement with your wife, with your husband. And, And that's the only thing that will keep you all together. Amen. Number three, let go of who you're not. I'll say that again. Let go of who you're not. Anything that's holding you back, let it go. Know that you are loved by God. You need to let go of the pressure of trying to be something that you're not. It's pressure trying to be something that you're not. Let it go. Take a deep breath. Say this again. Say, say I am who I am. By the, grace of God. by the grace of God. And when you get a chance, write that down. That's 1 Corinthians 15. 10. I am who I am by the grace of God. Stop trying to be who you're not. So I'm happy for you. I appreciate you. I thank God for what he's doing in your life. But I'm not you. And I'm not trying to be you. I'm, I'm trying to get there. I'm pressing. I'm still pressing. I'm not in competition with you. Philippians 3. 13, if you have that out, uh, Philippians three thirteen. 13, it said, brethren, let's go to the Word. If you have your Bibles, I always, uh, please bring your Bibles, because you never know when I'm, a, and I'm a teacher-preacher, whatever, you know, I like to preach and teach at the same time. So let's go to Philippians three thirteen. 13. I love this because it said, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So there's a prize waiting for you when you press in Christ Jesus. So, 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 so don't try to get it from somebody else. You got to press. You got to press. Know your kids may not be where you want them to be. May they not be have the best grades or best this or be like somebody else's kid. You don't have to try to compete with them. We, we made mistakes with our kids. But we are learning and loving them and accepting them and saying, God, fix what we didn't fix. Because I know what I saw. We know what we saw in our kids. And we know where they're supposed to be. And some of them may not be, some of your kids, they may not be living for God. But that's not what, don't give up on them. Continue to speak the word of God. I know what I saw with my kids. And I'm standing on the word. The devil just trying to bring confusion or distraction or whatever. That's not what I saw. And when you see it, you're going to know. <laughs> when, it, when it's here in this house, because all my children are going to be saved, all of them, And I don't care what the devil is saying. now. I don't care what he's trying to bring in their life. I don't care who he's trying to bring around them. I know my kids are going to be saved. Me and my wife praying and believing God. we believe for each and every one of them, not just to come to church, but to live for God, crying out for God, loving God, serving God, reading their word on the praise and worship team. I already see a spot for her on the praise and worship team. I see that for my kids. And it may not be what you see now, but don't give up. Keep speaking the word. Decree and declare, this is what I say is going to happen. When we come up here for Bishop and he pray for us, he, already, he speak what he see is happening. He, he don't wish. That's why his prayers be on point. Because he's a man of faith. And when he said he believed, he believed that it's going to happen. And that's how you have to be. You have to believe what you say is going to happen. Once it come out of your mouth, the Bible said, have faith in God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and should not doubt in where? Your heart. But believe that those things which you said should come to pass and you shall have what you said. That's what the word said, you should have what you said. So if your kid's not acting right, things and your finance not acting right, start speaking to it. God, this is not what I want, this, this, is, this is, start speaking to it, and don't let somebody tell you something different. You should have what you say. We believing for some things for me and my wife, we gonna have what we say, and we are gonna see it. We're gonna see it, amen, so stay focused. Don't give up. Your, your goal is the prize of Jesus Christ. Number four, please. The most anointed you is the real you. Think about that. The most anointed you is the real you. So if I come up here trying to fake and trying to be a old, do something like T.D. Jakes or something like that, come on now. That's not me. You know what I'm saying? That's not me. So the most anointed me is the real me. So if I want to be anointed, if you want to be anointed with God calling you, just be real. Just be real. Don't try to be like somebody else. Don't try to do this. That's exhausting. Just trying to stress yourself out to be like somebody else. So, so Matthew uh, 11, 28, please. See, most people can't, most people that can't be real and trust God to reveal their identity goes back to what they're comfortable with. See, God deliver you, set you free. Ah, I'm good, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. But if you don't trust God to take you through the process, you're going to run back to whatever you're comfortable with. If it was lust, if it was cheating... If it was this, if it was abuse, well, you're going to run back to that because that makes you feel comfortable. So when you get in that freedom, when God delivers you, you get in that freedom, just stay there. Just receive it. And then God will start walking with you. You empty it out, and he's going to start walking with you. Just stay in there so the most anointed you is the real you. Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28. Thank you, Jesus. That And that's a... The NIV verse, too. I think I gave that NIV verse. Amen. He said, look what Jesus said. He said, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. So Jesus said, come out of the world and come to me. And trust me and rest in me. Don't leave church and go back in the world. Some people just come to church, but they live in the world. And then you come to church, but then you live in the world. You should live in Christ, and then you go out in the world. You said, we are in this world, but not of this world. So I live my life for Christ in the world. Yeah, you don't just, well, I came to church, but now I'm going to go back out. I'm going to sin. I'm a drink. I'm going to cuss. I'm going to fornicate. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But not Wednesday. I got to go to the church Wednesday. So maybe Thursday, Friday. <laughs> so I'm coming to church. So I got to look right. I can't, you know. So, so come on now. A Christian life is living it every day. Every day. And it's a, 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 a loving, blessed life. When you see the things that God can do in your life, when you surrender to Him. Stop trying to force things, just surrender to Him. Don't let the world get you and listen to crazy music and p- bombarding your mind. And you came as worship God because you didn't got all this filth and all these words and your Don't let all that in your house, even if your kids playing in your house, it's your house. We don't play that in my house. 88.5 a Caleb is playing constantly in my house. So when I walk in my house, I hear constant music, soft, or I just tell the little Siri, the little box thing called the, who? Google, yeah, Google, I tell it to play soft worship music. Google, play soft worship music. And he'll, okay, and then he just play it all night. So when I'm walking, he's in the living room, he's just playing soft worship music. I just hear soft worship music. And it keeps you in a state of worship. It keeps you in a state of calmness. When you're hearing that and you're ready to go off on your wife or whatever, or your kids, and you're just like, praise God, man, that music. Come on, praise God. Are you listening to some Cardi B or whoever, and you just craziness, and they're cussing and everything, you're going to be wanting to cuss. You know, everything going to be irritating you. So don't, it, I'm telling you, your music and everything you listen to and watch it affects your lifestyle as a Christian. It's going to affect you as a Christian. It's going to be hard for you to live a Christian life if you keep putting the world in your life. It's, it's going to be hard. It's impossible. And if you've been doing it for a long time, just stop and trust in the grace of God. Trust in who you are in Christ and say, God, I've been drinking, I've been smoking, I've been doing this, and it's been, a, a, you know, make me feel good, but I don't want to do this no more. I want to trust in you. That you're gonna fill this void in my life and ask God to fill the void. Like I said, and I tell people when I first got saved, I had to let go of everything. Everything. I lived in California and it was, you had to listen, I, I shut off everything, a birthday California. I had to, now I'm not telling you to do go that extreme, but I had to because I found a new love that was different from the world, that loved me unconditionally. So I spent most of my time building a relationship with Jesus, spending time with him, spending time with him, just worshiping him and getting in his word. So I advise anybody, if you're just getting saved, spend time with Jesus. It's going to make it easier for you to live. Yeah, don't don't give him five minutes before you go. Get get up a little earlier and worship him and get in the word and talk to him. He's going to talk back to you. And your day will be easier. So don't think you're getting a a few more hours of sleep, a few more before you get up and jump up, take a shower, and go out in this crazy world and didn't pray, didn't talk to the Lord, didn't do anything. You expect this world that is crazy, demonically possessed, is going to treat you right. You have to be equipped and ready for this world. So when the devil and the supervising people talking to you crazy, you got the whole armor of God on. You're ready. You're hitting with the word of God. You, come on now. And if you come home, you t- take a shower, wash yourself off, get back in the race. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He is greater. So don't let the devil stop you. Amen? So, so, so God anoints uh, so anoint you to do what he calls you to do. That's why it's no pressure. Number five, thank you, Jesus. Don't be afraid of emptiness. Don't be afraid of emptiness. Face it. It's number five. Get up and say, it. don't be afraid of emptiness. See, when you let go of false identity, you feel empty. But the emptiness is where God wants you to face with him. He wants to face it with you. So that emptiness is God want to face it with you. See, emptiness is a place where the Father's love haven't been experienced in your life. So that void and that emptiness, when you come to Christ and give up the world, it's just his love haven't been filled. So you fill yourself up with his love by reading His the word Listen to scriptures, listening to the Bible, praising him, letting praise music go on, and just praying. God, I just love you. I just love you, Lord. I just think, and every time he, he, he do something for you, you're giving him glory. Oh, come on now. now. That's the favor of God. Me and my wife, we got this thing going. When God do something, we'll call each other, text each other. Now, that's the favor of God. She'll text me. Now, that's the favor of God. We give him glory. Every time he do it, it gets better and better. When you know you couldn't do this, and he do something, you, you you that's the favor God. Call somebody, tell him, testify, God did this. I didn't do it. I'm not smart enough to do it. God did it, and that's how you get closer and closer to Him. And then when you get home, you're like, God, I just love you. You're just so good, God. You're just so good. How you love me this much? Cause cause I love you. And just close out the world. And spend time with Jesus. I don't care where you are in your life. I don't care what you did in your life. He still loves you. And I've been serving him for almost thirty years now. And it gets greater and greater. The love for him is just get, get get just stronger. Because I spend time with him and I don't want nothing to stop or interfere with my relationship with him. Nothing or no one. Don't let no one or nobody, not your wife, your husband, your kids, your job, your career, nothing is more important than your relationship with Jesus. And if you get that one thing straight, everything else will be right. He is first in everything in my life. Everything. My wife know that. He is first. He is the head of my home, Jesus Christ. If he don't say do it, we're not doing it. We're shutting it down. And you have to be that important. Don't let kids, don't let them bring craziness or movies or watching crazy witchcraft or whatever. Don't let them bring none of that in your house. Know that you give them that room. They're just renting that room out or just using that room. That's not their house. If the music's too loud and they play playing all that craziness crazy and you find confusion in your house, shut it down. Because the Bible says where envy and strife is there's confusion and all type of evil work. So your kid could be in there watching voodoo or whatever, some craziness, and that spirit is all in your house. And you wonder why stuff's breaking, you getting sick, things that happen, the dog's sick, everybody's sick, because you open your door for that spirit. You have to shut it down. And they may get mad, but not in this house. In this house, we worship Jesus. In this house, Jesus is Lord in this house. And that's how you have to do it. And if they don't understand it, if they're old enough, all right, see you, love you. Let me know how you're doing out there. <laughs> Let me know how you're doing out there. But not in this house. And you have to make that decision because God gave them to us, but no one is more important than Jesus. No one. So when you feel that emptiness... You get afraid and you run back. You have to embrace it. You have to embrace it and embrace your new identity in Christ. You have to literally shut off the world and embrace it. Say, God, I'm vulnerable. I I don't know how to do this, God, but I trust you. I I don't know how I'm going to do this without my husband, without my wife, but I trust you. God, you know, I've been doing this, I've been doing this all my life. But okay, you say give it up, but I'm trusting you to feel it, and He will. He will do that. Uh, a scripture here, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Amen. I love it because it said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, like I said, most of my scriptures in Christ scriptures. And I have some, I'm gonna say a lot of scriptures at the end in Christ. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So when you get in Christ, it's going to be different. Because from birth to however old you are now, you've been doing things your way. But when you get saved and give your life to Christ, all things become new. It's a new way of doing things. Everywhere in the Bible with Jesus, you see Jesus, you know, he did the opposite of what the world doing. The world said hate, he said love. The world said give, I mean get, he said give. The world, come on, everything he said in Matthew's, just, just read it and see everything he did the opposite of the world. Because in his kingdom it's totally different from this world's system. And he want us to dominate this, this world system. He said thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So you got to walk in your authority. And when you walk in who you are in Christ, no devil in hell can stop you. Don't be cocky and this and that, but just walk in who you are. Don't let nobody put you under and make you feel less than who you are in Christ. You may not be the size you want. You may not look like you want. You may not have the Better clothes, but that's okay. Just walk in your confidence. Walk in it. I remember my mom said my wife again, because she she went on a uh, what, like a 30-day journey, one about three years ago, to uh, find out who she was in Christ. And she and I remember she told me, she said, God woke her up and said, You ready? And she was like, Yeah. And every day he showed her a different side of her. And I was like, man, I was seeing a total different wife. She was confident. She was bold. She was this. She was saying doing this. I'm like, wow, look at this. 30 days, every day she was getting up, and God just walked her through. And I think it led up to your birthday, right, right before your birthday. And she just came out as a totally different person. So ask God to show you who you are. You see, when you face your fears, you face yourself. When you face, when I face my fear and embrace the love of God, I say it to myself, when I really face it, I say, Troy, who are you? Yeah, yeah, who are you? All your life you've been trying to be somebody. Little boy from the projects in New Orleans. Now you're trying to fit in and be somebody. Who are you? And I really didn't know who I was. Because after my wife did, I said, I, I need to know who, who really I'm Troy. This I'm who this I am. Who I'm a Jones. I'm a this, who am I? God in you. So I had to search there to find out who I was in Christ, and that's what He wants from you. For you to find you in Him. That's what He wants from you. For you to fake you to find the real you in Him. And when you find out who you are in Christ, it's going to blow your mind. Like, man, I've been having this covered. I've been having this makeup on. I've been doing this all this time, and I'm really just supposed to be this? Yeah, come on, I've been hiding the real me for y'all? God said, no, 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 no. Find out who you are, and this is free. You know, be free. I think a few times she just didn't wear no makeup. She just came. She just was like just free, just being herself. I, and, and I loved her because she wasn't hiding and trying to be this or trying to be this. She just was free. I said, Lord, let her let her be free. She just, you know, and she and it just broke a lot of change in her life. And she was telling me how bondage was growing up and this and that. A lot of things God showed her that she was holding on to, and she just free. And, and I thank God for that. So so let's let's go to another scripture. I'm almost done. It's First uh, John four four. You say, you are God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Stop trying to get the world in you. Like I said, the world would never, never appreciate you because he called you out of the world. So as a Christian, we're living out of the world. I know it's different. But you're not of this world. And the last one nugget, number six, yield to the grace of God. Just yield. Yield to his grace. Stop striving. Stop performing. Just yield to the grace of God. Now, I want you just to close your eyes real quick and just, just take a deep breath and yield to his grace. And say, God, I just, I'm tired of performing. I'm tired of trying to be this. I'm tired of trying to. And I yield to your grace. I am who I am by the grace. By your grace. I'm yielding to your grace. God loves me for who I am. First Corinthians. I mean, 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. He said, For my strength is made perfect. In weakness. Therefore, most most gladly I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He said, My grace is made weakness in you being, I mean, made strong when you be you. Not being somebody else, because his grace is going to carry you. So when you just go home and say, God, I'm just free. Do things that you never did before. Go walk around the neighborhood. Get on the bike. Do something that's just going to free you up. If you just don't do stuff because you're worrying about this, just do something that's going to, I'm free. Don't be in bondage. That's the beauty of being the sonship. God wants the whole package of you, not just when you feel anointed. He wants you when you mess up, when, when, when your day is bad, when you feel like a hot mess, when you had a bad day. He still wants you. See, God don't approve of me when I come up here and preach. When I when I mess up at home, when I'm not uh, uh, preaching, or, uh may get mad. I get under there, my wife, tell me I'm not. You know, I'm not all that all the time. Like, I'm, she, my wife, wa- your wife know you. <laughs> so, brother, don't get up here and be playing and be like you all that. And your wife is like, yeah, 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 but yo, you know, you got some issues, bro. You know what I'm saying? And that's a good thing. By the way, they'll cover you and us and that, but. They'll, they'll let you know. They, will. they know us. And so don't be up here like you all and saying stuff, and, and they're just smiling. Cause My wife is real. And when I'm not right, she's going to let me know. She is not the one that just, okay, she's going to let me know. And, and I appreciate that because, if I'm, you know, she's she going to let me know. Hey, hey, appreciate our wives. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So I thank God for this word, because when he gave it to me, he said, I want people to be free, free in who they are, free. If he said come to the altar, worship, run around the church, whatever, just be free. Don't be in bondage. Just be free. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously and make this ministry outreach possible. Click the link in the description to give now or visit hcio.org slash podcast for more information. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Even tag us on social media at Harvest Church KC. Thanks again for listening.